here at MJ BizCon 2019 in Las Vegas, and we are now sitting down with Keegan Peterson, founder and CEO of Work. Welcome, Keegan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's just jump right into it. You founded and developed Work in 2015. How has technology in the cannabis industry changed since then? Uh, very significantly. When I first got into the space, most people were trying to figure out how to run an entire operation on Excel mm -hmm. and on Microsoft Word, and everything was manual. It took a long time uh, and there was no way to track anything. And now we look four years to where we are today. And there are technologies that are in place to help support this industry. The infrastructure is there. It's, there's still more that needs to come. Um, but we are seeing a lot of the technology that exists outside the cannabis industry and, and verticals like retail and manufacturing uh, now are available to some of these operators. What technology changes do you think the industry will see in 2020? In 2020, we're going to see right, right now, so we survey our clients every single year, and last year, folks were really focused on hiring. Uh, now we're starting to hear from everybody about next year is scaling. And what we've seen in the space is these businesses are growing so fast. They're growing past the point of what they have infrastructure in place to support. So I think next year is going to be uh, major, we're going to see major investments in technology that's infrastructure that can scale from thousands of employees to tens of thousands of employees, um, things that help them see across the entire organization, pieces of uh, things that can extract data and help them make better sense of what is successful in their business and help them make better decisions through the use of what's happened and what uh, we're going to forecast to happen. So speaking of 2020, what does work have planned? Yeah, so we just launched a data and analytics platform, um, which takes out all the data out of our system around hiring and, and paying employees and benefits and compensation and helps these businesses see what they've historically done, but also start to look at where that is trending and going towards in the future. Um, we are also aggregating this data, anonymizing this data and creating benchmarks so that these businesses can not only see how they're performing today, what works for their business, but then um, compare that to what the industry is doing and this is all based on real data mm -hmm. so now they can see oh my revenue or my labor as a percent of revenue is slightly lower than the state that I operate in how can I go make changes in my retail environment or my agriculture environment to achieve that um, and, and be a leader in the space um, so analytics data benchmarking and we're also releasing a pay card solution mm -hmm. Um, one of the challenges in the cannabis space is that employees who touch the plant um, sometimes get their bank accounts dropped. Right. Not only the businesses, but these people uh, that are working in these shops as well. So we're launching a pay card to make sure that these folks have a way of getting their paycheck. They can use this pay card at any place that accepts a Visa card um, so that they have the way to get paid, not in cash. Um, so those are things that we're working on right now. We're looking at other opportunities to support the people of the cannabis industry and, and the needs of the employees. Mm -hmm. So in an interview with Denver Business Journal, you said one of your 2019 goals was for work to increase in, uh, in team size. So what are your goals for your team in 2020? Yeah, so we've 
since um, I guess 12 months ago, we've now doubled the team. We have 81 team members. We've wow. launched a second office in Scottsdale. We're going to be launching another office in LA um, at the beginning of the year, and then we're looking at the Northeast as well. So. Um, Right now, we're trying to uh, scale our business so we can support the broader cannabis market, which is now 33 states, um, and bring more technology that these cannabis operators are asking for. And, and we're getting a lot of feedback from the clients on, here's the challenges that I'm having scaling my business. So we are using that to drive our product roadmap to bring these solutions to the space. So um, we are focused on helping our customers scale their business. Very nice. So we are a little past halfway of day one of MJ Biz. What have you seen on the floor today that has you most excited for the future? Well, the floor seems twice as big as it was <laughs> last year, uh, which means there's twice as many um, vendors coming to support the space. Mm -hmm. So it's always great to see that now cannabis operators have options. Um, which is important um, and we're seeing more sophisticated options come into the space and I think along with that driving home that scalability piece of, of where this industry is moving toward mm -hmm. we're now seeing that um, out on the floor um, so I'm, I'm just excited with this the sheer size mm -hmm. and, and the sheer optionality that is that exists now in the space yeah and is there anything else that you're looking forward to throughout the rest of the week um, it's just great to see everybody you know, I, I love, I get my energy from seeing the people in this industry that I've known for four years that come up and, and give you a hug. And, you know, we had two employees at the time. They had two employees at the time. And, and now they've got a thousand employees. And it's, it's so, for me, I just get really excited about seeing everybody that's here. And, um, yeah, that's what, what, that's what I'm most focused on. Thanks. As people are at the forefront of both of our businesses and cannabis continues to grow, the industry is booming. How do you think we keep that human element and that personal touch as the industry scales nationally, globally? I, I think that's the most important aspect that we can bring as an, or, as a, as an industry. Uh, we don't have all of the challenges that other industries have because we're creating this from the ground up. And I don't say we don't have these challenges, we do have challenges, but we have the opportunity to create this from scratch. It's, it's a ball of clay, it hasn't been shaped yet. Mm -hmm. We're still in, in the very early stages of what this industry looks like. And so every single business should focus on the people. The people are your product, the people are your brand. The people care every single day to come and represent who you are. And they do it because they're passionate about getting cannabis in the hands of customers and patients. So I think every business should be highly focused on supporting the people that 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 are their brand and supporting the customers across that counter and making sure that uh, this is an industry built on, on people. I think a big focus both in the cannabis industry and outside of the industry is how technology and artificial intelligence will start to replace um, some of the structures that we have right now. Do you think it will take over the cannabis industry or always just be an enhancement to the people within it? I think that we're going to see AI and machine learning come into the space just like we're seeing it everywhere else. Um, but I think it's going to be more focused on how to drive more efficiencies in the operations and less on taking people out of the equation. Um, so right now, compliance is cannabis. If compliance isn't your first focus, then, then you're probably a failing business. 
So I think we're going to see AI machine learning start to really focus on, on the compliance pieces of the business and helping these businesses see in the future of when something is going to change, when they need to move their business and, and always be in a place of, of compliance. Um, I think people relate to people. People are the brand and we are always going to seek that human experience. Um, so I think that whether it's going to be delivered or whether it's going to be a retail establishment, there's going to be a people element that um, is going to get people comfortable. They're going to provide the education. Um, that's where trust is built. And um, so I, I, don't, I don't think that people are, are going away in this industry and that's what makes this industry very special. Definitely. It's an exciting time. Yes, very exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Keegan, for being on Seed to Sound today at MJ BizCon 2019. We really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you, have, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.